The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift Upmarket studio in sunny Oxnard, California. This is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. So happy to be sitting here today with Mark Corcoran, our COO and another co-founder. Mark, hello. Hey, hey. Happy to be here. Oh, the gang's all here. Off screen, but in the room, Chelsea Froelich producing. Here I am. How was Santa Barbara, Chelsea? You were in Santa Barbara last, last time. Oh, it was fine. Great. I was, you know, a lot of people like would would fly to California to go to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I was, it was fine. It was fine. Oh, okay. S- spending the day there. I didn't even know what you were doing there, but oh, yeah, I was fine. at the salon all day. That's oh. what I was doing. Oh, I was working go. from the salon. Working from the salon. Well, your hair looks great. Thank you, because it, it took ni- six hours. Was it, so. nice self- it was a nice self care day. Yeah. Yeah, you know how. Well, you yeah. know, I like a lot of self care. Yeah. Care. So. <laughs> Laptop you know, in your lap, you're just oh, working yeah. away. Yeah, you know, all, yeah, Love it. yeah. I, I, I prefer, yeah. It actually is nice because it makes it go by faster when you're not paying attention to. It. Oh. Otherwise, you're just sitting there. For yeah. me, at least, watching them do your hair for hours so, yeah. and it's never I, ending. I was at the salon yesterday and I had two glasses of wine. Look at you. Yeah, uh, look at me, looking good. I was in and out of the barber shop with a <laughs> glass of warm water. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's how hey, fancy to, I to, get. to each their own. So we have um, a little bit uh, like of housekeeping, actually, for the podcast. So, um, well, no, actually, let's start by pimping the course for a second. You come know, we now. have a yeah. market course. Yeah, we got it. Let's let's we get read. Come on, upmarketcourse.com, Our course on how to scale your real estate media business is live. Um, if you want to book a call with me and chat about it, have any questions or just learn more about it, um, you can book that. You, I have 15 minute, uh, call availabilities. And then, um, if you do that, I'd be happy to get you a really sweet discount code for the course. And, um, yeah, but then outside of that, we do have just a tiny bit of housekeeping. If you listen to our last episode, you will know there was a bit of controversy, uh, of whether Mark has an accent or not. And it's so, a pretty big deal. Yeah, let's pretty, get to the bottom of it. It's a pretty, <laughs> pretty big, big deal. deal. So I did throw a poll up yesterday. Uh, well, we're recording this whenever. Uh, that uh, in the Instagram stories for the podcast, resounding results, Mark. 89%. Or was it 86%? One of those two, both overwhelming majority of people think you have an accent. Okay, wow. It's in there, I guess. Yeah, well, and you just talk about banana, but then I noticed when I was listening back to the other the other uh, episode of the podcast, you when you said enhanced. Oh, enhanced, enhanced yeah. the bathroom with bananas. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. So it's yeah. There's a certain type of a that really mm-hmm. the the key yeah. when you my it, wife it, it my wife up. has a favorite when I say asshole. She's like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, just like such a classy way to say it. <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that that's is her favorite. That's very true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one more piece of housekeeping. And I think because we all, it was all about in-person marketing in the, in our last episode. And we said that, Hey, some of these times when you're going to go do these brokerage presentations, you never know what you're going to walk into. And then the other thing is sometimes it's just going to be a bust. And we had just spent 200 bucks buying lunch for this brokerage. They're expecting 15 agents and four show up. And I know we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, so, The manager was embarrassed kind of and like, Oh, sorry yeah. guys. Yeah. And so after we recorded the podcast last week, two 
people from that thing booked with us and mm-hmm. for fifteen hundred dollars worth of shoots. Yeah, pretty wild. Huh? I, it's just <laughs> unbelievable because we were just like, oh, total. It was a total bust. What a waste. At least we paid two hundred bucks. And we each ate a sandwich. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's take some of these sandwiches together. <laughs> yeah. All these, there's four people in here. Yeah. yeah. And so the just goes to show that you never know. You just got to do it. And sometimes it will be a total bust and you won't get those. But man, you just never know. And and what a return on the investment that we've already gotten from that. And and hopefully we do a good job and we don't piss these new clients off. And they're going to, you know, come back again and again and again. And, what, you know, interesting point too. One of the, the clients that booked a bigger package was someone that I'd shot for years and years ago. Just mm-hmm. one shoot randomly and it never came back around. But it was that was just another touch, another reminder, another point another, of contact. Another touch. And then, yeah. <laughs> I guess he liked the way I touched him this time <laughs> yeah. and then he booked. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I think that was, um, you know, very exciting. So I, again, we're just doubling, tripling down on our in-person marketing. I'm going after this, I'm going to a networking lunch. And then after that, there's a networking happy hour today. So my whole day, and now I'm networking on the podcast. It's just going to be network, 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 (laughs) network. So you got to lose your voice by the end of it, man. Well, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And then we got another broker presentation on the books for next week. So we're rocking those. God. Man, we're just like on fire. Now, if there were any listings, we would actually have a profitable business. So there you go. <laughs> um, but, and that is, goes to show though, actually, you know, cause you know, we're still, you know, struggling with having record low listings here, but then when you can go in and then all of a sudden you add those two clients and then all of a sudden it's 1500 bucks in a week, it's like, well, that makes a difference. Yeah. A big difference. That you really know, helps, Even for yeah. a big operation such as upmarket media. We're not the biggest operation out there. We're probably there's an example of a bigger operation in the real estate industry that I think we're going to spend a lot of time talking mm-hmm. about today. The big boys. We, the big boys. So we did want to talk today about kind of big box companies and how they, you know, I don't know, a couple things. You know, part of it being the strategy that we as independent kind of media companies might want to have in relation to those big box companies. Mm -hmm. And then just a little more in depth about, you know, something that just recently happened in the Facebook groups. And, and I think, uh, we just need to get into it on the podcast a little bit because it's, it's interesting. And, and, and I think, um, you know, it is something that, that we need to think about as, as real estate Mm -hmm. media. Well, stirred up a lot of strong feelings, right? Like people have very strong feelings about this. From who, from who, (laughs) I don't know. I got a little hot hot and bothered. You were a little testy and then fired up some other people in there too. Like, wait a second, you know? Okay. So a little bit of backstory and it does involve Dom, Dom Wilkerson, who was on the podcast a few episodes ago. And you know, if you're on any Facebook group in the real estate photography world, you know, Dom, because he's a very prolific poster, but he started this new group called the real estate media, uh, as opposed to the real estate photography group. That group on Facebook is giant. I don't know, 10,000 people in it. It's a little unwieldy and you know, it's a lot of the kind of the same questions over and over again. And I think Dom wanted a little bit more of a refined group that also, you know, was really about what we do now, which is video and 3d and everything. It's not just straight real estate photography. Dom started this real estate media group on Facebook and, and a bunch of people joined up. And then I think what happened was I think you have to be approved to be in the group, right? You have to answer a couple questions. There's nothing crazy. It's just like, are you a real estate media provider? You know, do you do this? Do you do that? And someone requested to be in the group who was affiliated with Zillow. The Z and word came up, huh? The Z word. Mm-hmm. And then Dom posted 
a screenshot of that and was like, and kind of pulled people and was like, well, yeah. So, or you, you know, or you think you said no, your nope or something like that mm-hmm. or hell no or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, then someone else piped up in the comments being like, what, you know, what, like, why would you not let them in? And then Dom was like, well, are you from Zillow? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. He's like, that's my people. Why yeah, don't you let them my, in? That's my people. And, and then Dom was like, well, do you really have no idea why we don't want Zillow people in this group? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And then the guy offered to do, he's, you know, he said, well, let me do an AMA. And then if you want to kick me out of the group, you can. And Dom said, sure, let's have at it. It was interesting how we got into the group, right? Because obviously he didn't say in the questions or whatever, if you look at his profile, I don't know if the admins check people's profile to see what right. this, but it didn't say anything about Zillow. This guy was kind of no, under the radar. No, no, no. Yeah, he doesn't. Because yeah, most people have their company affiliation in their thing, but he he doesn't. And and I think that he, I, and I don't think that was a nefarious act, actually, as, as we'll go, go through the story. I did end up talking to this guy. Um, but I think actually he claimed that he found the group because he heard Dom's episode of our podcast. <laughs> so oh, then, that's right. And I didn't realize it was that. Your actually, fault. Yeah. It kind of went off on him in the comments and I was like, Oh, he's a listener. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so he did an AMA in that group that night. Mm-hmm. He didn't go so well for him. Yeah. I wasn't in the group. That was interesting. I was kind of on vacation. I was out of the group. I think you slacked me like, oh, have you seen what's going on? And I joined the group and found, I was like, oh boy, this is a treasure trove of goodies right here. Yeah. So, so basically this Zillow guy, um, everyone just like started pelting him. Mm -hmm. Um, because, and, and, and I think what, what, what happened is that, you know, I come to find out later, he just didn't know. He didn't, like the people at Zillow don't know how our industry feels about that. Yeah. He was truly that. Na- We're like, is this guy really this naive or is it like, yeah, they're just ignorant or what, what's the deal here? Like, uh, well, they- I, and I don't know what it is. It's just like, maybe you, you just exist in this corporate ecosystem and you just don't realize, you know, what the conditions are on the ground. And, and I think he found out pretty fast that, Oh, actually the way the industry feels about Zillow, our industry is a little different than he thought. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of, and at a certain point you kind of feel bad for him because he was like getting hammered from all sides. Yeah. And he um, see, he was very, you know, professional and seemed like a nice totally. guy. He was trying to handle it the best way he could. Totally. And he was like a little blindsided. Yeah. Sure. And here's the thing. And I, I just want to preface this by saying, and I'm not going to say his name. Uh, we're not going to say his name on the podcast. Uh, and there's, n- there's no reason to. Um, and this guy, I, I talked to him. He's a total stand-up guy. Seems super nice. Like I have, you know, zero beef with this person on an individual level mm-hmm. whatsoever. I just want to make that entirely clear. And, um, you know, and I just think that he didn't know. And then you are the you know, you are the representative of this giant corporation and then you're going to get hammered in, in this. And, you know, and in a way like he's probably a little hemmed in because he can only hit like their kind of corporate talking points. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of edict he has. You know, If if he was like on a mission, a reconnaissance mission from Zillow, or if he was actually just personally curious, I think my take is that he was just personally curious. It's soon. Yeah. Cause he's heading up this new program, right? So he's like, well, let me get a feel, you know, the pulse of what the industry is. We're a part of of this industry. We're part, we are, you know, we are now a real estate media provider, right? Because mm-hmm. they have their showing time plus a uh, listing media services right. thing. And that's where he falls down, right? He's kind of running that program, yeah, the rollout of it. Yeah. And so, so people in the group were hammering him over 
the pay that they're offering photographers? Because I think a lot of people have been approached by this new Zillow arm mm-hmm. to kind of to come and work for them to to provide the photography and stuff on the ground in the markets that they're trying to get into. And so he was getting hammered by that and was very much like, well, I think we pay industry standard. I think we pay, you know, I mean, he had all the answers. Yeah. He seemed, oh, we're proud of our, you know, we've researched it and we feel this is reasonable and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and that's, to me, I don't, I, like, that's not the angle that, that interests me too much. But then, you know, he was also getting hammered on the Zillow certified photographer program of where it was like, and I, you know, and, and I've always had a hands-off approach to Zillow. So I, I'm not, you know, super well-versed in, in the whole history of it. I think Mark is a little bit more. Um, but you know, there's been all these different iterations of what would be considered the Zillow certified photographer program and like different benefits and yeah, different what that really means. And do you get boosted and do you have access to put video and you know, it's complete, you know, every week it's a different, different. Yeah, beast. And I think that's, and, and I think what, what people's beef about all that stuff in the groups, the, the way I was reading it is so much of it is like, they just keep moving the goalpost or moving mm-hmm. the ball. You know, we have no idea, you know, all of a sudden we're focusing on video. And if you do a video, we're going to boot, you know, for your clients, we're going to boost their listings on Zillow. And then now it's like, Oh no, we don't even want to do video because we don't know where to host it. And it's just a problem. And all right. we're all about floor plans now. And then, you so know, yeah, if you're like, all right, I can help this video will help to my clients boost their listings. I'm going to jump on board and start promoting this for my business. And then suddenly it moves and you're just like kind of left in the dark and you don't really know what's happening. Yeah. And I remember, I think a lot, like years ago, I like Zillow did approach me or they probably approached everyone or I don't even remember how it came about, but that I was looking at being a Zillow certified, I think it was on the, about video. Mm -hmm. And I was actually, you know, had a back and forth with a guy there and I was like, yeah, maybe this is a value add for my clients and stuff and stuff. And then they sent me over the terms and it was like, basically like, oh, if you upload it, we own it. Oh, and I was course, like, yeah. um, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. And <laughs> yeah. so I didn't sign it. I didn't end up on the program. I think I had some harsh words for the guy at the time. Cause I got all my gander got up as it does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a video client that I think you were doing the video for and other people were working with. I wasn't shooting for him, but mm-hmm. he would contact me cause I somehow had access to get the videos into the Zillow portal oh. to get the boost in the listing. And he would pay me a little bit. So, cause I had access to it. Oh, you were uploading my videos to Zillow? I was uploading whatever videos he sent me, oh, yeah, which could have wow. been yours. So uh, someone's might have to. Uh, so yeah, but that was all I kind of copyright claim on, <laughs> on Mark here. <laughs> that was my kind of exposure to it, I guess. Before all this, that was right. my only kind of involvement. Right. And so, yeah, and so, but you you were a Zillow certified photographer at one point, or no? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't even know what that really meant for me or how that helped yeah. me. I think it was just like fill out a form or you know we'll put you on the list kind of thing. Yeah, and, and so the the angle that I kind of was hammering Zillow on in the, in those comments was like, well, okay. <laughs> like how serious does Zillow like basically take copyright claims and they're, and they say, Oh, we take copyright very seriously. Right. And that's like the, the big thing. And, and I think, and let's face it, you know, Zillow has an army of lawyers. Their annual legal budget is probably 20 times the annual revenue of upmarket media. So they're going to figure it out. And I know they had the big VHT lawsuit, which was about copyright and it wasn't even on Zillow. I mean, it's, it's, it's really granular and, and complicated. Um, and I think, you know, Zillow did have to pay out some money, but I think they are, you know, they're covering their ass. I mean, there's they're look, Zillow is freaking smart, right? They're not, you know, about a lot of things. Right. They're, they're a they're, massive technology company. Yeah. They have the, the resources. Yeah. And, and they're not gonna, uh, you know, I think, 
they truly believe that they um, follow copyright law. Mm -hmm. Well, they get all their stuff syndicated through the MLS. So they, I guess they think if it's syndicated through that, then they're getting copyright from the MLS who should be in charge of getting it from the photographer and, yeah, it basically it, my take is that their approach is like, well, it, it's like w we have figured out that the way we do it is follows the law to the letter mm -hmm. or, you know, they do what they need to do to follow the law. And so therefore their hands are clean. And I guess like, okay, that that's fine. But I do notice that I have a ton of photos on Zillow like from 10 years ago. Yeah. They that are, they are in no way associated with the realtor who, cause you can make a case, right? That like right now, if they syndicate off the MLS and it says Jane Smith, our client hired us to do the photos that she put the photos on the MLS and then it's on Zillow. Jane Smith is the agent and here are all the photos with the listing that is promoting the listing. That's promoting the agent. That's what they contracted you for. And it just happens to be on this, this other site. But then what happens when that listing is over? And I think Zillow will say, oh, we'll take it down. You know, when the agent puts the photos on or whatever, they put what the terms of the license are, right? So it's, it's so then mm -hmm. the, the, so then the onus is, of course, not on Zillow. Right. It is on the agent or the MLS or they whoever else. They didn't check else. the box I mean, or put the limit on or whatever. Right. They just upload them. And so, you know, so then, and, and I'm sure Zillow will say, look, if you contact us and say that we'll, that we don't have a license for these photos, we will take them down. Right. I mean, we don't, you know, we, you know, there, it's like, we are shocked officers that there could be any gambling mm -hmm. in this establishment. Absolutely <laughs> shocked. Right. But right. yeah, like you said, 10 years later, there's the older photos, you know, tens of thousands of photos from. Well, yeah. And, and what happens is then the onus is of course not on Zillow. Mm -mm. It's on us. And there's, well, we're the ones who have to police our copyright. Right. So, you know, so the thousands, the tens of thousands of photos that we take every year, then we should be like, you know, oh, it's, oh yeah, that listing sold. Let me, let me scour Zillow to see if that, yeah. I mean, it's like, send an email, had a takedown notice. Like, yeah, we're really going to do that. No. And they know that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, their platform is built on imagery, right? That's the whole point of it. Oh, it's like, it work. how can yeah, they exist the the like there. without our imagery, whether it's yesterday or 10 years ago? Well, yeah. And, and I think that's the crux of it for me. Right. And, in they, in and I think, Zillow, uh, to me, the big question with this and, and, and in a way that frames the entire debate is I believe that Zillow has built this giant company in a way, partially by using the imagery of real estate media professionals. If they did not have access to our images mm -hmm. and the stuff we produce, would Zillow be what it is today? I think there's not a single person who could say yes mm -hmm. to that question. No, nobody's looking at Zillow for the property description. It's like saying, no, they you want read Playboy photos. for the articles. It's <laughs> yes, like, no yes. one's there for the articles. Yeah. They want the photos, the right, images. Exactly. So the question for Zillow, I think, is do they feel that real estate media professionals have been compensated fairly for the value that we have brought to the company? Mm-hmm. So I'm listening for their answer. Right. And I, oh, that's right. They declined to be on this podcast. Mm. Interesting how that kind of rolled out though, right? They were yeah. all gung-ho about it until they yeah. kind of were like, yeah, maybe this is not a yeah. good idea. So I did invite this gentleman who we're talking about in the groups to be on the podcast. And he was very, I mean, he was ready. Like he was like, okay, I'll, I'll fly down to Southern California. We'll do it in person. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that's great. We can do remote, but even, that's even better. And then it just slowly got, well, 
I'll answer some questions. Oh, I'll give you a written statement. Oh, I'm not going to comment. Mm-hmm. So I think once the PR arm got a handle on it, yeah, right? exactly. I, he just got squashed by the PR and legal, and you know, he's like, "Oh, I know too much, and if I slip up, it's going to be an FEC violation or something mm-hmm. like that." And I was like, "Okay, I, I get it." And and obviously, you know, I, I think by going to the Facebook groups, I think he also knew that we'd probably have a little, you know, it's a little bit of a hostile environment. But I, I think we'd be fair and firm. But anyway, he's on. So when you ask Zillow, do they think? Real estate media professionals have been fairly compensated for the value we have brought to the company. Of course, their answer is going to have to be yes. And because if it's, if it's no, then that's a problem for them. Or they don't, the the thing is they don't even, they don't even think about that question. Like they're just, like you said, there's what's the legal way to to get access to these photos. And this is the legal way. Like, it's not like a, right. Is this fair? Is this good for It's like That doesn't even cross their mind. Right. So I have a spreadsheet here of, because I've have I've had hundreds of thousands of images on Zillow mm-hmm. without question over the years, and I in here I have a spreadsheet that details all the money I've made from Zillow. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just going to go over the numbers with everyone right here. Zero. Mm. All right, it's a big so, spreadsheet. Huh? Yeah, so we did. So we went through that. Right, I've never gotten one cent from Zillow. Right. So obviously so the, Zillow, we know so, the answer to that question, yeah. right? Do we feel fairly <laughs> compensated? Well, obviously not. No. Yeah. So now I, I'm not making claims of a copyright infringement. Let's mm-hmm. be very clear about that. Um, I'm not going to, you know, throw that accusation out, uh, you know, but I wonder if there is a, a mechanism or a way that we could be compensated for the value that we have brought. And to me, that is the crux of all of it, right? Because you can sit in the Facebook comments and argue with reps from Zillow about, well, it used to be that you boosted video and then it's this and this is that. Well, what you're doing at that point is you are, the argument is on Zillow's terms. You are then saying, Hey, no, this is okay. Right. It is okay that all of our stuff is on Zillow without any compensation to us. And now we're going to argue about who gets better exposure on that. Yeah. You're arguing about what happens within their ecosystem instead of talking about bigger picture. Like why is it in their ecosystem and how is that even working? Right. Right. And they're mm-hmm. going to, they're, they, and they are going to punt that question off to the MLSs there because you know, he, he, um, so what did he say? So like I did screenshot like uh, those, those, uh, those debates in the Facebook group were deleted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a screenshot of some of this stuff. Um, and uh, what, what did he say? He he said, I have lots of thoughts about how the MLS handle copyrights and downscale photography, but I'll save that for a later debate. So I think this guy's biggest thing about, you know, our photos getting on Zillow and going through the MLS is that then the MLS downscales them. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit what my photos look like on Zillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, if Zillow wants high res photos, I'm happy to provide the high risk photos for whatever listing they want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Here's the More link. More than happy. Here's the invoice. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't hear him offering that. So, uh, you know, so, so again, the problem is with the MLS. That's what the problem is. Not, not with Zillow. No, look, I have problems with the MLS. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, you know. Well, they're it, trying to put it, their own squeeze on photographers, course, right? And get them course. to sign away everything. So they yeah. don't have issues with Zillow and whoever. Exactly. Down the road. I mean, it's all complicated, right? And, mm-hmm. and as is usually the case. And right now we have the Writers Guild on strike out here in California. 
And I'm sure you've heard about that. It, it, again, it is the, you know, it is the creators who are the ones with both the most power and the least power. And because usually we do not have a union like the WGA, we are just individuals. And so any individual, what am I going to sue Zillow? No. Right. Unequivocally. No, I'm not suing mm-hmm. Zillow. So we'll just say that on the air. VHT did, right. And it ended up being so complicated and back and forth. And it was just like, yeah, a whole they thing. got some money. Right. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even remember. It was a few million bucks. It wasn't even that much. Yeah. Right? It was decent initially, but then it got pushed down and re- reworked and, you know, and, and so, you know, unless we, you know, our industry does somehow formally band together. I mean, we can't really do anything about it. I mean, that's the thing is Zillow holds the cards. I mean, they, you know, they have, and look, I I think Zillow is a great website. Like if you're a consumer, if you're a house Mm -hmm. buyer, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, people love looking at listings and you get to, you can snoop on your neighbor's house. You can, you can see what at least Zillow thinks your house is worth. Yeah. And it's well put together, well presented. It works great. I mean, it's like, if you look at the com- the competition, I mean, it's you know, like, they've, they've put sunk millions into their website and it shows, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is kudos to them. I mean, it's great. Well, that's their game. It's like, to me, it's like a Facebook kind of business model, right? They create a technology, a platform that's free for users and they yeah. just get all the eyeballs in there, make it really cool. And then they monetize the eyeballs, right? That's kind well, of, yeah. Game. And, and it, 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 to the expense of, you know, like the, <laughs> It's just, you know, who's, who is making money off of Zillow? Mm-hmm. Zillow. Shareholders. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and some agents are, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. And what's pay to play for agents. If you can pay to get your right. face on there. Yeah. I think we want, it's, you, you want to be focused on what the real, how that really impacts us right. as small to medium sized businesses. Yeah. And then there's, you know, we'll get into more about what they're trying to roll out and how that's going to affect us down the road. But it's like, let's like not get into the argument on their terms as like you said, with like the nitty gritty of how it's being used and boosted and the Zillow 3d and all this stuff. It's like, let's look at the bigger picture of what's really happening here. Well, yeah. And, and, and I think what they want to do is they want to frame us as like teammates. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to give you tools that you can upsell to your clients. And so their big whole thing is their Zillow 3D. And that's what they want. They want every single one of us, every single one of our listeners to have the Zillow 3D camera, offer that as, a, as an add-on to their client. That's the game. That's what they're trying to do. That's the one way they can separate themselves content-wise from these other platforms, right? Because otherwise everything just feeds from the MLS and they don't control the content. But this is a unique proprietary thing that they only let Zillow have access to. Yeah. And so they want us, so they just want us to bring more value to them. Mm-hmm. And again, they're not paying us. They'll give it, I think they'll give you a low cost camera or maybe they'll give you a free camera, but then it's something that the agent can then pay for. And then mm-hmm. it's uploaded. I don't even know what their terms and conditions are. I'm sure the second you upload it, it's a, there's forever. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So, um, but yeah, it's just old to drive more eyeballs to get more, you know. Well, you know, their big claim right now is that, you know, and, 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 I, and I, 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 actually, I believe it. So I don't mean to be, you know, uh, dismissive of it, is they've done a ton of market research. And what they have found is that buyers, when they're browsing, the thing that they care about more than anything else is a floor plan and like having uh, the 3D option. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're pushing the, the Zillow 3D hard. Um and, and it also gives them, and I, and, uh, our friend Tacey pointed out that 
she thinks kind of what they're after is like the having data on the built world is because every time you scan a space and it's true for Matterport, it's true for anybody. They now have data on what that house or office or whatever, what the specs are of it. And I don't know how, you know, I'm not smart enough to know how you're, you know, the ultimate goal of how you monetize all that, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure there's something that someone's cooking up. Yeah. I mean, it's like an internal Google maps, like database basically that they're trying to build, right? That there's got to be value in that for sure. Right. And so then, so therefore if you are using the Zillow 3D platform, you are then giving Zillow probably even more power and more data than you even would think on the face of it, right? Yeah, you're giving them more. Yeah, you're shifting more of that power, I guess, more to of that. Yeah. Because they need more power. And you can charge your, you know, clients we 100 bucks 70 for bucks, whatever. 100 bucks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So I'm going to retire now. Right. And then, you know, who knows about the accuracy of all that stuff and the floor plans. Well, but that was also pointed thing. out, you're doing one scan per room. What truly is the accuracy of that? It's, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, Matterport. I mean, it's not, I mean, and that's the, you know, that's the industry standard. And I, granted, I know a ton of people are not fans of Matterport or, or that company as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I get it. Um, Another corporate giant, right? Yeah. And, and so um, I think that, that the takeaway, you know, from those interactions on that, in that Facebook group was that, you know, no one in our industry is a fan of Zillow. No. And people were really getting into, oh, how are you going to pay them hourly? And how are you going to pay? It was like really getting into the nitty gritty of it. Where it was oh, like, right. Of, of their, of their showing time plus listing mm-hmm. new services product, whatever it's called, you know, of how, yeah. How are you paying your employees and, and everyone's all, all in it, you know, for the employees. But I, but look, I know as someone, we, we, we are employers, we have employees. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, you know, are using independent contractors or they pay per job or whatever. And, you know, they probably pay, end up paying more than we do, but we also pay hourly, you know, because we mm-hmm. have in California, we have to have employees. We can't just have independent contractors. Right. And so when they're, when Zillow is getting their balls busted over, over the pay rates and stuff, I'm like, ah, I sympathize with them. Cause I kind of know what you have to pay people. How do you to, come to up with that rate? A, and, you yeah. know, and it, it, and it's hard and, and I always wish we could, we could pay more, but you know, we always have, you know, we have, um, you know, our, uh, the other perks and we, you know, uh, vacation and stipends and, you know, we, we try to make an attractive pay package for people, mm-hmm. but the reality is when you're paying by the hour, you're not going to be able to pay as much as if you just pay like per job. Yeah. They might make less per job, but better benefits overall. So yeah, it's, yeah, and, it's you not know, easy. We're paying for drive time and you know, anyway, it, it just, so it like I did. And again, I think that that's like, if, if they want to offer these jobs for people and they're, and they're not paid well enough, then no one's going to take the jobs and they're not going to, they're not going to have people who are qualified and do good work. So yeah, it's the quality is like, not going to be there or yeah, the consistency so it's like or whatever. Th- that's kind of a marketplace issue of where, you know, if, if, if they're setting the market for, you know, whatever rate, well, they're going to find that it works or it doesn't work. And, mm-hmm. and if it works, then they're paying the right rate. I get it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a man of the labor. I, 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 you know, I want, uh, you know, I want more money for workers. So I, I do sympathize with that as well. Yeah, but, and it's you know they're kind of rolling it out, so I don't think they know it'll be tweaked and modified. Oh, I'm, obviously, I, I'm sure it will, and it's and it's different in different markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, but yeah, hammer them over that. I mean, you know, hammer them over anything because I think you know they like they they are kind of the industry leaders. So I think the more we can call them out on their BS, I think the the better it is. 
Um, so but pretty fascinating how naive it, it they seemed initially, huh? Coming in and just like, well, yeah, and, and like, and I think a lot of people, and I have, you know, my being my bonnet about like the the you know kind of building their website off of our photos, um, off of our content, but you know, a lot of other people are just just felt jerked around, just felt mm-hmm. feel jerked jerked around by them, right? Totally. So. It's like, yeah, I'll jump in and jump so on the, board, the, but then it moves around. So the takeaway is there's not a lot of trust in our industry for that. And of course you have like what we all think of as, you know, a wolf coming in saying they're a sheep mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah. well, I don't know. I'm not sure if I quite b- believe that. That's, that's definitely what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. So. And didn't even know he was a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Thinking, thinking he's a sheep actually right. like, you know, a, a big sheep, a, mm-hmm. a, extra fluffy. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I think that's good for this. And then in the second half, we, I, I do want to talk about showing time plus mm-hmm. Zillow's new listing media services operation and what I think their plans are and kind of what we can do, you know, cause I think we, you know, we just don't want to tell fun stories about Zillow and rag on them. I think we also want to make sure that we, have it in the context of what this podcast is about, which is about how we can scale our businesses. And as we're scaling our businesses, we do have to compete with these big box corporations. Yeah. So I think knowing what they're doing and knowing how we can market against them. And, and, and in fact, they actually gave us some ideas about how to do it. Um, so we'll, we'll go over that. And so we'll, we'll actually try to bring some real value to the people after we do an ad yeah. and the social media sidebar. Let's get into Come it. On. Chelsea Ario, come on, love it, love Ario. Big news out of Ario recently. We just noticed they didn't really announce this, but we're gonna announce it right now. It seems like in the section of Ario, when you're you're in there and you have you you can put all the media that you produce into the sections on the listing on the listing page for for the shoot. There's a section for four floor plans, and it looks like they just changed it from floor plan, all one word, to floor plans, two words. Woo. So did we, by the way. Yeah, we, we, did, made we, that we were an decision. industry leader in that. We, we did that before. Uh, we didn't let them know, but then uh, Aereo came, came in hot and divided the word floor plan into two words. Great minds think alike. Do you have a great mind? Do you... I would, uh, if you do, you want to align yourself with another company that has a great mind. And that is Aereo, the best way to manage and grow your real estate media business online, Aereo.com. Your clients will love it. We're so confident that you're going to love it, that we use our good name, Upmarket Media, Upmarket as a coupon code there for 15 bonus listings if you're a new user when you check out. So check it out. Aereo.com. Chelsea, do you know what the fastest way to create a finished floor plan is? What? Yes, you know. <laughs> second floor app. I know. Second floor app. And you know what they do? They also use two words to just say the floor plan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there you Everyone's go. Everyone's getting on the train. Another great mind. Ario, <laughs> second floor, up market, all have decided floor plan is two words. But look. 
With Second Floor App, you get instant results and you get real-time feedback as you scan. And it has in-app editing tools and unlimited floor plans for the duration of your subscription. Unbelievable. Can't beat that. We love Second Floor App and they love us too. And so therefore, if you go secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket, you're going to get one month free just by doing that. You get a free trial for a month. You're going to see how amazing Second Floor App is. You'll love it. Your clients will love it. And the great thing, and I still cannot get over this, is that you can deliver a floor plan to your client while you are on site. It's that fast. It's, dare I say, dare I say, (laughs) instant. Wow. I said it. Secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket. Our social media sidebar today is sponsored by none other than local marketing department, your white label source to become a real, a a realtor marketing agency, not just a real estate media company. Right, Chelsea. Right. Brand those market, the brand, those realtors, (laughs) brand those, brand those marketers with good marketing. That's what we're all about. My goodness. We're just a mess, but local marketing department's not. They're going to help you look good to your clients. You're going to be able to walk into a brokerage presentation. We're all about brokerage presentations these days. Chelsea, you, 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 you know, you schedule them. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we've been having tremendous success. And one of the things we talk about in those brokerage presentations is that we are not simply just a real estate media company. We do realtor marketing because we can offer social media management. We can offer SEO. We can offer, um, I can never remember all the amazing things that we offer, but, um, you, you know, we can help you get to the top. We can help realtors get to the top of Google, my business. Uh, we can do website management for them. All these things that if it was just me, Mark and Chelsea, we couldn't do that. No, but with a dedicated team at local marketing department behind you, you can offer those services. So they are local marketing department.com D E P T com, not spelled out department, localmarketingdept.com. And if you mention our market podcast, you are going to get a free month and you are going to get two three-month packages for your clients to try out for free. Come on. Love it. Localmarketingdepartment.com. Mention us. Thank you. So for the social media sidebar, look, we're UpMarketPod across all social media. We have a website, UpMarketPod.com. You can get on our mailing list. Um, you know, contact us. Love us. You know, lo- love us. We love you. Love up you, on you, us. Yeah, come lo- on. Love up on us. Yeah, that's it. We love up on us. Um, also, come on, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review. Come on, we're, our, our reviews are lagging. Our, our ratings are lagging. Come on, help help, help your help your buds over here at Upmarket Podcast grow our business of podcasting. <laughs> Chelsea, will, will you talk now? Cause you haven't been talking too much. Yes. Okay. Okay. Chime in Chelsea. What do you okay, got for good. us? So, so social media this week, you and I went to, um, kind of a, well, it was kind of a lunch and learn type of thing given right. by like this marketing company. And we just went to kind of hear what other people are, 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 are talking about. And what was our big takeaway from that? And it's, is it social media related? Yeah. 
Yeah, it ties in together. Yeah, we need to be blogging. Oh, God. I oh, looked damn. at our blog and we have one blog from Isn't when that we so like <laughs> early 2000s blogging? Oh. I thought blogging was dead, but blogging is still too. alive. Apparently, it is the biggest thing you can be doing for your business, for your website. To drive traffic to, to drive your site? marketing and traffic to your site, yes. Because yeah. it's just content, content, So maybe you just have chat GPT, just write the blog posts and then just put them up? Is that the whole thing or no? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I think it needs to be more personal and localized. Unfortunately, <laughs> but yes, we should be should blogging be start, about right? everything to just drive traffic to our site and get us known as what. So how does that yeah, okay, but, but, but to be fair, we went to this thing and this was a marketing seminar kind of geared towards realtors. So it's a bit of a different, so that's, yeah, the, that's what I think. It's a bit of a different I don't animal. Think so. I don't think so. But, but what good does it, so the whole with the realtor thing is like get as many eyeballs on your website as possible, right? Because any of those people, if they're local, are going to be, yeah. you know, a potential client. Any member of the public is a potential client to right. a realtor, right? Right. And for us, every member of the public who happens to be a realtor is a potential client. Right. So. But word of mouth is very strong. So someone taught, you know, someone who looks at our website who isn't a realtor, maybe tells their friend who is a realtor and then, oh, I know these great guys. I actually mm -hmm. came across their website. Well, yeah, but but I think what it could do to me the 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 thing that it seems like it would do that's good is you know just raise up our profile on Google and, and, and everything and all around. Yeah, search. if we become really well known and all aspects, then mm -hmm. we're the we're well, the go to. The issue though, I could see. Let's say this works. And we have a ton of local people looking at our website all the time. We are going to all of a sudden start getting a ton of calls, being like, "Well." Uh, we're having a party and we need a videographer mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, I don't want those calls. Suddenly you're just a media company. You're not. Yes. You know, we're not. A, to everyone. Chelsea, we are a real estate media company and that's what we want to do. Yes. But I don't, I don't know if that would be different because if they're looking at our blog, that means they're on our website where it says real estate media. Well, oh, right. okay. You are way overestimating the intelligence so, of the public. Well, no, I'm just saying either they're Googling Right. media companies or they're looking right. at our website. Either so our, way, we might get that phone our call. Our blog doesn't need to be necessarily realtor facing. It just needs to be local public. Like a just talking to events, the people. Whatever. Yeah. Like, so I, don't what, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel it's got to be realtor market, but you know, it's got to be There's not enough there. content there though. For what I learned from that is that we need to constantly be putting out stuff and he I wish I hadn't been 10 minutes late. Cause well, that's that well, he'd said that right before I got there, I think. Oh yeah. The whole blogging thing happened before <laughs> you got there. Um, but basically so, just putting up new listings is static website and gets you nowhere. You're dead in the water just doing that. So we mm -hmm. need to be doing more. So either that's brainstorming about what we can, if, if we're not posting the local events and stuff that is happening around us, mm -hmm. um, thinking of things that we can be posting, but it's tricky. Right. Hmm. At least with local events and happenings, it's constant. You can, you're always on people's right. radar within your circle. And that's right. what he was saying. And then right. we syndicate that out. We probably link back to the blog posts in the, um, you know, in yeah, the you social post media. it to social media, you post it to Facebook, you can post it to Instagram. It all links back. It drives traffic to your website. Therefore do, your SEO the, gets higher. And <laughs> so thing. it's just a repurposing. The blog is this is kind of the, the yes. hub and then it, it exactly. syndicates out to all exactly. your other channels. Okay. 
So bookmark upmarket.media <laughs> backslash forward slash whatever blog. Because, man, you're going to see some. He'll see our one blog post. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, well, about the that, merger, yes. the big merger. <laughs> that, that content's coming soon. That content's coming soon. Okay, we're going to come back with more Zillow time. Okay, so I think the whole reason this one guy, the Zillow guy, was in the Facebook group in the first place is because they are launching Showing Time Plus. Their uh, real estate media services division, which is, I think, going to be the, like the, something like VHT or whatever, where they're mm -hmm. just going to, you know, they have their national brand and they're advertising it to realtors. And then they'll have... Well, it sounds like employees, not independent contractors. And I think they and I think they made the decision to have employees because they, they see California as such a big market and they understand mm -hmm. that if you are in California, you're not going to be able to do independent contractors. So right. they are rolling out the employees nationwide. So they are most likely coming to a market near you. Yeah. Or in your market. And apparently they are in our market. I tried to book a shoot oh, really? on Showing Time Plus. And I think in Ojai they didn't have availability, but in Ventura, oh you bet. Wow. So they're already, they're starting their little army of shooters out there. Yes. And so here's what he, I, I did. I was able to screenshot, uh, his, a, a bit of his spiel about this on, on Facebook. So here's kind of the thing about, I think showing time plus and, and a kind of response to something I wrote on the Facebook mm -hmm. group. So he said at Zillow, our goal is to improve real estate listings for buyers through extensive consumer research. We have discovered that buyers want floor plans, virtual tours and localized photos. We've also learned that agents will only purchase those services. If the price is right. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Or low enough. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. As a result, we are offering these services at a low price point to drive <laughs> mass adoption. It, and this is what he didn't say. And also to undercut all of you. Um, we also understand that our photography service may not be suitable for every customer or market. Therefore, we offer the Zillow 3D home app and resulting floor plans to photographers for free. Wow. So generous. We know there is some concern about Zillow taking over, but no single large-scale photography company has been able to gain more than 3% market share nationwide, including... Matterport's VHT acquisition. You can check out there for yeah, okay. Um, our sales team tells us daily that it's unlikely we'll win over agents who love the work their photographers already do. So my unbidden advice is to double down on those relationships. We view VHT and CoStar as our main competitors. We see the approximately 30% of listings that do not have professional photography and the greater than 60% of listings that don't have floor plans as the opportunity. So what they're saying is... Don't worry, we're coming to your market and offering the same services you do for mm -hmm. a third or half the price, but we're not out to get, we actually are helping you. Yeah, don't look that. at us as competition. We're just going to scoop up the other people that aren't using anyone yet for a low cost and, you know, we won't impact your business. At oh, all. God, no, <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. Why would you think that? Yeah. And then let's, you know, come on the podcast and talk about how great this program is. It's like, eh. yeah. So look, and I think the, 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 yeah, I, I look, I agree. There is no one with more than 3% market share, but that's nationwide market share, right? So maybe VHT in a certain market may have 20% market share. I don't know because I don't think you can get photographers in actually every single market anywhere. Right. So mm -hmm. if you're looking, if you're taking all the listings in the whole country as a whole, well, sure. No one's going to have more than 3%, but you know, I also don't want to lose three percent of my business, and I guess there's mm -hmm. there there there's supposition is that they're that they're creating business that we, they're not going to take our clients, right? Right. And and it's probably true because I think for the 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 prices that they're offering, 
their product is not going to be great. I, I mean, I just don't see how it is, mm-hmm. right? It's just in because they're they're not going to have necessarily employee uh, loyalty or anything like that. They're going to have a hard time staffing things, right? And, yeah, I would think the having, quality will be lower and the consistency will be lower yeah. and the availability. These yeah. are our opinions. We don't know. These mm-hmm. are just opinions, right? Um, but uh, I I think that it's a hard sell to agents because here's the other part of the equation, right? Is and I think Zillow knows this more than they know about our industry, but the realtors hate Zillow, mm-hmm. despise Zillow. I've never had, no, I've had one realtor say something positive about Zillow, but that's because they pay Zillow like $10,000 a month to get leads and then they get mm-hmm. a lot of leads and get a lot of business. So yeah. those few realtors who pay Zillow a ton of money and get clients out of it, yeah, they like Zillow. Everyone else despises Zillow, right? Mm-hmm. And now realtors, because Zillow is, you know, they have a brokerage or whatever, realtors actually can't talk bad about Zillow publicly. Oh, privately, they will go off if yeah, you yeah, ask yeah. a realtor privately. Um, huh. But I think there's a ton of people, a ton of realtors who won't work with Zillow. And maybe, yeah, yeah the younger, the fresh, you know, naive ones that might. And, and yeah, they can probably, you know, convert some of those people. And I mean, that's their thing. It's like, they're, they're kind of like the rising tide lifts all boats, right? If we mm-hmm. can get more people to use professional photography, that does benefit the real estate media yeah. providers. We're just going to lift up the standard of the entire market and we'll all benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I actually think that they probably think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I disagree. But realistically, they're going to pick up the people that are very price sensitive and they can, you know, oh, I can get this and yeah. this for that much money. Well, yeah, sure, and, why not? And that's not our ideal client. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no bones about it. I mean, I will agree. If someone is that price sensitive, I, we don't really want them as a client. Mm-mm. And I, But I do think there probably are a few people who have used us who that would be attractive to. There are, you know, so I think we could lose clients to this. You know, it's just all a hard sell. And right. And the whole thing about there, what is driving this? I believe, and I think kind of what they, this guy told me, and I think told Dom because Dom and he went out to lunch because the guy lives in Washington is that their big play is the 3d, right? And that they would, if they could get every real estate media company to offer Zillow 3d, that they would, you know, get rid of showing time plus. Hmm. So they're not in it to like, so I don't know if that's actually true, but you know, that's what it sounded like. Like that, that's our, like we wouldn't be promoting showing time plus if everyone was using the Zillow 3d, it's really just to get Zillow 3d going. Hmm. And here's the thing. They are going to continue to have to offer showing time plus because you will not see Zillow 3d being adopted by people in our industry on mass. Is that how you say that? Yes. Oh, now you have an accent. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, some people do it and like it and promote it, but I mean, it's here. Okay. Here's the thing. If, if, if they sent us a Zillow 3d camera for mm-hmm. free or whatever, I think it's a theta Z or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. A little 360 camera. I would sell it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not want to offer a service to my clients for a company they despise. How is that a value add Mm-mm. here? I'm offering you Zillow 3D. I look, I know you hate Zillow. Like you hate Zillow with a passion. But here's Zillow 3D and it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah. You oh, can only put it on Zillow. You can't put it in the MLS. No one else will see it unless they're on Zillow. Yeah. It's like And do you like Matterport? Zillow 3D is like that, but just not as good. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. <laughs> 
less accurate in our opinion. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not going to make any claims to the accuracy because I don't, mm -hmm. I have not no, done the research. Don't I don't know. know. And I've never used it. So I just know as a consumer, because uh, I occasionally look at a house mm -hmm. I might think about purchasing. Uh, the Matterport is a way better experience for me. And I'm biased. We use Matterport, but I don't have I don't have any great love for that company. I mean, well, without, no, that's different know. now too, but yeah, it's a different user experience. It's, it's just feels. Yeah. Better, I, I right? just like, like the, like the, the actual Zillow 3d platform is not a pleasant experience mm -hmm. for me to use. Yeah. Like navigating I, if, I, if, if I divorce my feeling, my feelings about the company, mm -hmm. just using the product. Like here, and we can go back to just to be very fair. Like I said, like the, the general using of the Zillow website is a good consumer experience. If you're a home buyer, it's mm -hmm. like, it's good. The Zillow 3d is like, no, I, like if I see that on there, I'm not, I don't want to click on it. Cause I'm like, eh, it's just a pain. It's like, I don't, I don't yeah, like it. it. It feels clunky or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that it has no, you know, utility, but I just think it's like a pale imitation. Right. And right. so I'm not going to try to offer my, clients something that I think is not as good. Well, you know? especially for us, because we're so on board with Matterport that it was like, yeah, why no, would that's we hard. undercut that's, that's, our Matterport business with yeah, something? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an, it's an enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't do Matterport and the Zillow 3d. That wouldn't make sense. Right. So you'd lose this to gain that. But yeah. It's just and like, so that's why I just don't think you're going to see widespread adoption of the Zillow 3d in, in the real estate with the independent right. real estate media companies. And well, that's I, probably the play, right? Well, we need to be the media provider to get this out to the people. And that's kind of their play. On that's a hundred percent their play. And so it is to build the, the Zillow 3d brand and look, and if they can like, and I can sit here and say, Oh, I would never offer that. Right. Well, if all of a sudden I had hundred clients who were like, Hey, why are you offering the Zillow 3d? I gotta, I gotta use that. So if they, 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 they are, look, they are smart people. If they can get more, adoption of Zillow 3D across the real estate industry, then it will be something that realtors are going to come to us and request. Yeah. If it's an expectation or, you know, oh, so-and-so is doing it or everyone's doing it like that. Absolutely. Like, then your hands are tied. You they, offer well, it. and in a way that's how our, so many people, I think, I think hands are tied with Matterport because they are the industry standard for, for 3D. I think I know for a fact, a lot of people off hate Matterport and offer those services anyway. Mm -hmm. They think Matterport is does not have our best interest at heart as real estate media providers. And they, you know, kind of grumble about it and do it anyway because they can, they can make money on it and our clients want it. Yeah. So I guarantee you, yes, Zillow, if you are able to convince realtors that this is something that they need, then you are going to see people adopting it. Right. right? I have but to guess get what? it ingrained I, yeah, to that point. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to help you do that. Mm -hmm. Right. I like, I don't like that in, in, if if Zillow wants to turn around their bad PR, they can spend the money and legwork doing that. I don't need to do that yeah. for them. And I think they'll probably realize that. That's why they're rolling this out. And then does that really, it's kind of scary because if that's what they really want to push is the Zillow 3D, then they can like, essentially lose money or make no money on oh, the photography uh, so, side. So their prices for that can oh, get exactly. pushed down so low to the point oh, where exactly. it's like, sheesh. No, they can hemorrhage money. If that, yeah. if they have a big, if for whatever thing that they are convinced that Zillow 3d is going to be the thing that drives the Zillow platform overall. Yeah. They can just hemorrhage money in that division and it's still a net plus for them. Yeah. Cause the Zillow 3d will just take off. And it's just a volume play. Yeah. And, and for whatever reason, it makes their, they think it makes their, probably is just, they think it makes their website stickier. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And right. I mean, that's the whole thing is they just want buyers to be on that website longer and longer so they can sell more ads to realtors so they can mm-hmm. sell more, you can get more leads because yep. that's where they're going to make their money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the thing with Zillow is like, we can spend all this time hemming and hawing about it and, and thinking about it. But, the, you know, the, the one thing they have proven over and over again is that they are throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? Or, sure. You know, because they have had so many different iterations. And that's, again, it goes back to what so many of people in our industry, their problem with Zillow is, is that it's just, it always keeps changing. So like, I think it's a fantasy on their part. I think that, you know, that the Zillow 3D is still going to be the thing in three years that they're, that they're, they're all in on. It's because they're going to move to the next shiny new object. I yeah. Mean, the technology changes so quickly and obviously their platforms change so much already. Well, yeah. And if they can actually make Zillow 3D something that is, you know, the on par with Matterport. And I know they, mm-hmm. they literally, they literally think it's better than Matterport. Right. Well, the way they promote it, it's quicker, it's easier to do on site. No, but I talked to the the guy on the phone and I think he genuinely believes that it is, and look, we can all have our own beliefs. And I, and Mm -hmm. I think that he genuinely believes that it's a better product. I just don't see it. I have not been convinced of that. Yeah. You know? No, me neither. I haven't had a good experience on it where I felt like, oh, this is pretty cool. I might want to do this. Yeah. We aren't talking about that a lot, but, Mm -hmm. but I think the takeaway from that is like, and he said it in here, right? Is that my unbidden advice is to double down on those relationships. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, you know, it's all about us because what Zillow can't do until they start in every single market, putting their sales reps out there and having them go around to the thing, they cannot talk to your clients face to face. They are not going to go to lunch with your client. They're not Mm going to do all those things. That is the way that you can bat these big box companies. That's one of the ways. And, you know, and their pricing, of course, any of our competitors' pricing is out of our control. And Matterport and VHT are going to come in. CoStar is going to come in. Um, you know, Showing Time Plus is going to come in. And they're going to have lower prices than we are. Yeah. I mean, they, and they, they have to, right? And we can't be in that race to the bottom against right. them. It's and just again, like, Zillow, just like you pointed out, they don't have to make money on this. Yeah. So it can be stupid low. Yeah. Yeah. Free. Oh, they can give away the camera to free for, mm-hmm. for free for all the photographers. Yeah. So we're not going to beat them on price. Mm-mm. Never. Never. No, so, that's not the play for us. No, not at all. It's qual- It's just remembering what your value that you bring to your clients is. And it's going to be the personal touch. It's going to be the quality of work. It's going to be the reliability. It's going to be, um, did I say superior image quality? Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, using superior technologies that aren't accessible to you know, people who are affiliated with one brand. Well, and there, there's the thing, you know, you can even go the other way. Well, VHT is not going to offer Zillow 3D. Right. <laughs> no, 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 they've got no. their, <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-mm. So there's, there's, a, there's 3% of, of the market that is not going to ever yeah, offer. It's Zillow untouchable. 3D. Yeah. So I'm sure CoStar will come up with an eye guide, uh, 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 mm-hmm. you know, uh, symbiotic relationship and they're not good. They won't. Use Maybe they'll it. have that gir- that weird giraffe thing that's going. Have you seen that thing? It's another 3D. Uh, oh thing. yeah. Yeah. It's like yellow. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. 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 So we just have to make sure that we always remember the value that we bring to our clients and leverage those relationships. Keep those relationships. Keep going with your marketing. It's what we've talked about in the last few episodes of the podcast. You know, Zillow has a bigger marketing budget than Unmarket Media does. Yeah. Without question. They have an army of salespeople, I'm sure, calling every agent in the country, trying to get them on board. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if they want to target us, they can come into Ventura County and maybe they will after they hear this podcast and they're like, let's screw these guys. I don't think so. 
so, we're coming yeah, exactly, in. Yeah. yeah. So we'll inundate, you know, let's offer free photo shoots. Let's, you know, but I, uh, you know, they, they can, they are the big gorilla. They can kind of do what they want. And the only way we can, we can fight back is just to make sure that we have solid relationships with our clients and mm-hmm. that we are, we put in the work and you do not take your clients for granted because they can always go. And if it's not Zillow, it's another one, right? It's, they can all go to any of these big box people. And I, and I know so many clients do try out those big box services and then come crawling back. I've, sure. I've heard that story yeah. over and over and over. I mean, it's something that we're kind of cognizant as we grow. And as you move away from being a solo shooter and having employees, you start to feel that little bit of disconnect in those relationships. Oh, yes. So it's like you can see like another couple of iterations down the road as your business grows that suddenly, whoa, I'm mm-hmm. like a medium box business. Yeah. That's like a corporate thing that just sends out shooters. Yeah. So well, it's finding that balance of being not the big box and not the solo shooter, but keeping the relationships keeping the product, Absolutely. keeping the quality. You have to keep your eye on the prize. And and I, I, I think I mentioned this, that, you know, as I'm like, I don't shoot anymore. So where I am up in Ojai again, which is a little, it's a little, you know, afar from Ventura where our court of our business is, is, and now that I'm not servicing those shoots up there anymore, I've seen the cracks start mm-hmm. because I am not on the ground then it gives our clients an out, right? So I, I feel like we have taken our eye off the ball a little bit in Ojai. And you can see even just that little bit, yeah. all of a sudden you lose a client, you lose another client. Mm-hmm. We were still fine up there. We still have a lot of clients, but you're like, oh man, I gotta like, how, how then is it, you know, we, these bigger companies who they don't have anyone that right. anyone recognizes. Yeah. We're there. talking about a little, like one degree of separation, yeah. right? But they're like literally just a corporate entity coming in. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that is their Achilles heel. That is their mm-hmm. weakness. So that is where we all need to make sure that we pounce. Yeah. Keep everything solid. Did we cover it? I'm sure there's people listening saying, man, what about this? What about that? Everyone's very strong opinions about this stuff. For sure. Yes. Yeah, for well, sure. We could have a follow-up. Oh, we have a follow up. Yeah. With all the questions. Oh, yeah. Well, we could. Um, and I know I did have a list of questions, but then we're coming up on an hour here. So I think that's that's pretty much where we, we got to roll it. So, yeah, if there is demand, maybe we demand, as Mark would say. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, maybe we will kind of ha- have a continuing conversation about this. And, and it, because we do have to always be taking stock of our competitors. And, um, I don't feel particularly threatened by the big boxes, but I will keep my eye on it and I might start to feel threatened in a month or in six Mm -hmm. months or, you know, and, and, and who knows, and especially if, if who knows what the real estate world is doing right now in terms of listings and everything else. And then maybe agents will feel like they don't have enough money and they're going to be, you know, going the race to the bottom prices. So I, I don't know. We always have to be aware of that stuff. So totally. Yeah. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest thing that you want to do to, you know, to combat this, you know, the, the last thing is like, you want to make sure that, that you take action to do the things that you need to do to keep your business strong, which brings us to our action items. Yes. What do you got for us today, Reed? You got a doozy? 
Oh no, I don't have one. Oh, so right on. so yeah, oh, you're so, still yeah, baking yours yeah, in yeah, the oven. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So you said you had one in your back pocket. I got one. Yeah. Okay. Something. This is actually came out of social media, and I'm a, a friend of the pod. Oh, this we would met. have been good for the the social media sidebar. Uh, it could have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I found it there. It's not necessarily related okay, to that, okay, but okay, it's okay, our okay. friend Nima Muhammad. Oh, Nima. Yeah. Out in, uh, I think he's out in Maryland, somewhere yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Recreative Visual. Yeah. He's recreate, got a cool company. Yeah. He's got the same colors as us. I don't know if he. Found us, so we just first coincided. But I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of cool." Yeah. But anyway, he threw up something on social media that he leaves behind at every shoot, and he's—it's kind of like a stager, you know. Stager comes in, does their stuff. They leave their little, pretty little frame with their thing in it, a little stack of business cards. He has like a little tent card or a table tent, whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. that he will drop at the end of a listing, saying, "This property was photographed by Recreative Visual," and da da da. And here's how you can find us and. It's like a little mm. touch point. Are we saying that yeah, stuff? Touching, Another yeah. one. And I think, you know, it doesn't work for every listing. Right. But it works if it's a staged listing and you know broker caravan's coming through the next day and then, you know, right. maybe the agent's going to rip it out of there. Who knows if they keep it or not. Right. But it's just another little way I, the agents I, come in and be like, oh, this was shot by so-and-so. Right. I would often put the, uh, w- w- back when I was shooting, and it was a staged house and the stager would leave that crap out. I would just put it in a drawer yeah. for the shoot. I know. <laughs> and then like sometimes a, I'd forget to put it back and I, and I felt kind of bad because you know, I want our affiliates to, you know, the other affiliates around to totally to done do that well. too. Yeah. But I thought it was, you know, it's an interesting idea, something we might want to think about or talk about or. Yeah. I mean, we, we just got more business cards printed. We did. Yeah. yeah. So. It's, and it's, yeah. you know, when we post stuff on social media, we're tagging the agent, we're collaborating, we're, we want to share who we're mm-hmm. working with. So this is just another way to let other agents know, oh, so-and-so is working with this agent and that agent and mm-hmm. just keeps putting your name out there. So right. pretty cool, Nima. I'd like to hear, you know, from him, maybe how he... Wait, is, are you issuing an invitation, a podcast invitation? I'll reach out to him and get his input on how he, you know, a feedback or if yeah, he's gotten right. business from it, direct calls from it, or how you track that. Well, yeah. we, we should have Chelsea reach out. Because nice. Nima's a Chelsea super. Oh, that's fan. right. That's yeah. right. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got, I, I have an action item. I was just oh, wow. kidding. I Look was just you. kidding about not having Just one. pulling it out. Okay. So, as everyone knows, I've been working with my an executive coach. And so, the thing, and this is so basic, but, um, but for me, it's, it's, it's pretty crucial uh, because it's, it's, I'm, I'm much more of a guy who's like my task, my task list, as oh, Mark geez. would say. <laughs> Now you're like my wife, just mocking me. I'm not, I'm not mocking you. I just, I see the opportunities mm-hmm. to point out rightfully that you do have an accent. All right. There's Pouncing no mo- on those A's. Yeah. There's no mocking, man. I, it's, all, it's all love. It's all, it's good. all love. It's all love. Um, uh, I, I'm a task list in my head kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So therefore I forget a ton of stuff and like, and I don't follow through on, on a lot of stuff. So what I've been doing at the beginning of each week is just making a list of the stuff I want to accomplish this week. And some of it is incredibly tiny. And in fact, my, my, um, on my list recently was post the poll about Mark's accent mm, on Instagram. Like a chance. Cause you so, thought of it on the pod and you're like, Oh, maybe yeah, I'll forget well, later. Right. I, and then all of a sudden I would be, Oh man, I forgot to do that. And now, you know, so you can really put stuff that is that simple on there. So I have like probably 15 or 16 kind of mostly kind of, you know, varying levels of easy things on the list. And then I have, you know, a longer range list of things, of things that tasks that I can't accomplish, but I can at least make some headway on. Like it's, you know, like, Oh, we're, we're trying to go into another market. So make sure that we think about, you know, whatever X, Y, Z, you know, I do a little bit of work on these kind of ongoing projects. And then I have a little section for my personal goals. Like, you know, 
doing swimming, like we talked about in the last one. So, and then I found, and I don't have like a a, a big task manager because I've been really trying to more integrate a lot of Slack stuff into my daily process. Mm -hmm. So I can either set a Slack reminder, you know, so I have the list and what I do is I DM that list to myself in Slack. Right. I do that too. So then I can look at it Mm -hmm. and then you can do the edit function on the, because you sent the the message, then you can Mm -hmm. edit it. And so then I'll just put a check mark in the edit and so and so on. Um, but then I can also use the Slack bot to say, Hey, uh, you know, like remind, remind me at, you know, 2 PM on Tuesday to post the poll about Mark's accent. Nice. And then, the, then Slack will remind me. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a way to, to take it from a list into like from a task to an actual action, right? To yes. Make it. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, I, I, cause I've really, you know, I'm, I, I, I really want to work hard on my follow through on a lot of these, um, just, more mundane tasks are the, you know, these little things that I need to get done that mm-hmm. if I don't get them done, they can turn into a big problem. And obviously that poll was not that, but you know, it can be like pay the insurance bill. Right. And like, I, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, Oh, I forgot. Like, you know, right, I keep forgetting. Right, right. And so if you, if I add that to my list and I know this is so basic, but for me, sometimes you have to go back to basics because I was finding that, that I, what the way I was doing things was not working optimally. Mm-hmm. For, for me. Yeah. And that can lead to procrastination or all these other things. Or you go like, yes. like, what is my personality? What are my kind of weaknesses and how can I like yeah. oh. hack myself, right? Should, Support we should, myself. We should have an episode <laughs> of all my weaknesses. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you get the first half and <laughs> I get the second half. <laughs> that would half. be a two-parter. Um, yeah. Okay. I like it, man. Good action. We did it. Thank you, Chelsea. Good. Glad you're here. Me so too. not on camera. It's okay. Okay. Thanks, well, Chelsea. That was fun. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we have another episode coming very soon, as always. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Mm